Microphone check. One, two, three. You know what it is. You know how we start. Welcome to another episode of Why Now with Alexander DeBlanc. I'm your host, Alexander DeBlanc. And I know it's been a moment. We took a little break, but we are back with another episode. And y'all, as always, we have a dynamic guest for you today. This man sitting next to me, man, he is a legend in what he does. <laughs> He is doing something that I have never seen before, actually. It is quite innovative in respect to art. He's a self-taught artist. He is a friend, a longtime friend, going back to elementary school. Yes, sir. And he is none other than my good brother, Jason Scott, founder and owner of Soul of Scott. Mm-hmm. How you doing today? Doing well, man. Good to see you. It's been a while. I know, bro. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a long, long time. We were, we were talking off... Before we started recording, uh, so we were having such a great conversation. I wish y'all that the mic was running at that time, but like, For real, man. we were talking about some really good things in the journey that we have been having since it's been 10 years since we graduated from Ten high school. 10 years, man. 10 years. It's been a blessing. And to see where we are now, but we we're talking about the process. How has your process been, let's just say this year from last year to this year? Like, how has it been for you? Uh, process from last year to this year. Um, so a lot of people don't know, um, graduated with a degree in finance, so ended up going into banking. So this time last year, I was actually at PNC and April 16th last year, uh, actually, uh, ended up putting in my two week notice was out of a job for about three months. So it was just going off of what I had saved up, everything else, you know, and ended up getting another job. Um, it was supposed to be as a billing coordinator, um, but it, um, for this company called U exams. So I'm still a coordinator, but it's not necessarily on the billing side, but we work with kind of disabled individuals, you know, certain people that are trying to advance their career. We reach out to certain individuals that have certain backgrounds that, um, are specific to certain exams and they help these individuals either read the content for them or anything else like that. So, it's been a journey. So as far as now, trying to get into cybersecurity, I've been studying to try to, you know, advance my career as well. So it's kind of God putting certain things into perspective. You know, I'm helping individuals trying to advance their career for the same thing. And now I'm going to have to sit down for certifications myself in, uh, in the upcoming months. So, yeah, the journey now, um, sitting down, studying, focusing on my artwork. Focusing on just life, you know, family and everything else, you know, just kind of minimalizing my life and putting certain things that are most important in perspective. Man, you kind of, I'm kind of like ashamed right now because I always start (laughs) my podcast by saying, first and foremost, I give all the glory to Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Without you, I'm none, and I didn't do that this time, but I'm going to do it Mm. right now. But Mm. you said... Focusing on God, and I think that was like it just reminded me. I was like, "Oh my God, I didn't do it this episode." Like, hey, it's never too late, though. So you know, exactly. See, that's a fact. Never too late. Um, but man, the journey—you just said so much in just that brief, the, mm. those brief words just now about just resiliency and just watching the 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 process mm-hmm. of starting something and refreshing and having to take that time. And you said that you got a degree in finance, yeah. but we're here today to talk <laughs> about your art. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. You know, and it's like, sometimes I feel like we put ourselves in, uh, or we allow people to put us in the boxes at times. Oh, of course. Yeah. A lot of people try to. So how did you break out of the box of finance into art? Like, how did that happen? So, and it's funny, I feel like, the journey of finance, not to say like, you know, people out there that are trying to study finance, you know, it's a great degree. You feel me? And for me specifically trying to get into banking, I'm more of a genuine dude and it, just like yourself, you know? So it's like what I try to do in life, I always know that I feel like I'm destined for greatness, but at the same time, I'm no better than the next person. You feel me? Mm. So at the same time, going into banking, where it's nice because you're dealing with finances and everything that we need to know, certain knowledge that we need to know to be successful in life. You feel me? Not to fall behind the ball, you know, with debt, everything else, knowing about loans. You feel me? Um, at the same time, it's a sales business. So it's like when you're selling, you feel me? You're not necessarily, although the goal, quote unquote, is to be for the people and like for their best need. Usually you're trying to hit 
certain goals and quarters for yourself. So it's like, yeah, certain tactics and everything else was kind of going out of my nature. So I needed a stress reliever. And it's like, yeah, so Ashley, my girlfriend at the time, now fiance, you feel me? Congratulations. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yeah, man, it's a blessing. Um, Just knowing that certain things were like kind of getting to me. You feel me? I was just stressed out, not necessarily myself on certain days. Kind of just did like a little paint night one time. You feel me? In her parents' basement, because it was a minute ago, maybe like two, two and a half years I've been doing it now. You feel me? So it's like at the time she was still in her uh, parents' basement. You feel me? Uh, well, living with her parents. So like she just set it up in her parents' basement. I came over, we was chilling. Complete surprise. You feel me? So like set up the canvases and everything. She knew I was into like drawing and sketching. Everything like when I was growing up was always into sketching. You feel me? Wow. Like, yeah, in class, not necessarily paying attention at times when I should be, you feel me? <laughs> Just kind of doodling already, right. you feel me? It was nothing even crazy. Was, I'm not even gonna say it was anything really nice, but just kind of passing the time, you feel It was always a comfort. So like, yeah, now coming up, you feel me? It's like, she found certain little like simple designs on, uh, on Pinterest. Mm. And then uh, she had me sketch it up for her. You feel me? On both the canvases, and then we painted it in. And it was just relaxing. So it's like, we did that from time to time, off and on, you feel me, whenever we needed it. And then going forward, it's like, sometimes she's not necessarily the into art as much as I am. She appreciates it, but like, she don't always want to do it. You feel me? She don't mm-hmm. always got time for it. And I realized, nah, whenever I need it and I got like stressed out, she wasn't into it, it was like, mm, this is something I could still do myself. You feel me? So it's like, right. always being like, a student of knowledge, just searching for knowledge, you feel me? Like YouTube is a, a great place to just search up. If you can you can just find interest and stuff on YouTube, you feel me? So it's like started searching up YouTube, just certain art designs and everything, and came across fluid art with acrylic. You feel me? So it's like, yeah, started searching it up, realizing a lot of people that did this was out of the country in Australia or somewhere else, you feel me? So it's like yeah, just realized it was nice, though. You feel me? I was like, this is interesting. They have certain designs like yeah. for like Galaxy and certain things like that. And I'm, I'm a big space person also. So it's right. like that kind of everything was kind of just like tying in. So I was just like, all right, cool. You know, she didn't want to necessarily do this. So like I'll kind of whenever I have the time kind of do this and kind of learn from it. You feel me? And just time after time, it just kind of took the took the space of just taking my mind away from like certain things becoming a that were distractions, you feel me? It kind of took my mind away from that and just kind of provided peace at times, you feel me? Bro, that's because I think what you just talked about there is passion, you know? Mm-hmm. And you, I want to go back to something that you said before when you were talking about finance. And you said that it was a sales game and it kind of tapped on it made you kind of question your values and moral certain things and, and yeah. that it required you to do. And hearing you talk about art, it reestablishes things that you're your inner child, like literally things mm-hmm. that you already were doing as a as a child and doodling, but now in a position where your passion and is now something that you can monetize. How did you get to a place where you're like this is something that I can monetize. Like, how did you get to a place where you felt confident enough to start selling your art? You know, because some people will will sketch and they're just like, well, why is my art different than the next person? When did you find it within yourself to be, to believe in yourself enough to take Mm -hmm. that step? Great question. Great question. So like I was saying, like, it really was just a place of comfort. So a lot of this was just sitting in my house at times. You feel me? So it's like, yeah, it was just filling the void of, you know, we order now so we know more about therapy and everything else. But it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, when we don't have access to that, what else can we necessarily do? Hopefully it's not anything mm-hmm. violent. Or with violence, you feel me? Like, and not putting you in any danger necessarily, but it's like, yeah, there's a lot of things you can fill that void within that time. So it's like, this just became that, fortunately for me. You feel me? So it's like, yeah, like... Friends, another thing that comforts that is friends. You feel me? So it's like, your boys coming around. We have we know a lot of the same people. So it's like, for me, it was like, my boys Tristan and Ben coming over. That mm-hmm. house just chilling, watching a game or something else like that. And they like, oh, what's that over there in the corner? You feel me? Like, wow. they be like, yeah, the where corner, you get that though. from? See, exactly. We'll put it in the corner. Exactly. Like, you know, it, was, it was on the floor in the corner <laughs> by the couch. You like, feel me? Like, I honestly moved it out the way because I was trying to clean up for them. Exactly. You feel me? So, yeah, like. 
just little things like that. And they like, oh, what's that? And I'm just like, oh, you feel me? Like, yeah, I created it. They're like, you created it. What you mean? That's where like the spark come. You feel me? And that's where like everybody needs certain reinforcement. Because mm. like you said, your friends always see it, usually see it before you do. You mm -hmm. feel me? So it's like, yeah, for me, it was just place of comfort. It was just going to sit there. You feel me? Hopefully my, uh, at the time I was in my mom's basement. It's like, yeah, like hopefully she don't get mad at me. And she's like, you know, you filling up space. You got, you got to do something with these. You feel me? Ended up getting them off and getting some money back from it. And it started, you know, started to build that revenue with the, with the art and being able to see that I could monetize it. You feel me? And starting to be like, all right, you know, let me actually put some more effort into it. Cause at first it's just, you know, you do it every once in a while. You're not really, it's not really any um, structure or anything else to it. You feel me? But once you start putting some focus in, people start putting some attention into it, you know, giving you that reinforcement, that positive reinforcement. Yeah. It's like, it's like, all right, it's a feel good now. So it's like, yeah, let me put some more attention to this and see what I can do with it. You feel me? Man. Yes. Like, I, bro, I mean, I'm just listening to you and I just keep on saying, wow, because I, this is why I created this podcast, mm -hmm. you know, like these why now moments. And I think people don't understand at times the idea, like I, we were talking offline of the idea of success Yeah, and that is success in my, in my eyes is just to be able to take something that you are passionate about and pursue it. Mm-hmm. And actively pursuing it. And it's not, and uh, I've said this over, and anybody that is listening to this podcast has heard this saying so many times because I have to keep on saying it to myself that I learn that the beauty is not in the in the destination, but rather in the journey. Yes. It's, and I keep on saying that to myself. So to hear about your journey and how you started from, this is just therapy. This mm -hmm. is therapeutic mm -hmm. to now, this is something that I'm going to actively do consistently because I need that escape to now, this is something that I can monetize and still have that joy and still have that fun and keep my morals and values mm -hmm. is encouraging and inspiring. So I just want to yes, give you sir. your flowers here. I appreciate I'm going to give you your flowers on just that alone my to guy. take that step because- more people need to believe in themselves enough to know that you can have your, your passion and keep yourself grounded mm -hmm. and pursue your dreams at the same time. And my fault to, nah, to cut ahead. you off. I was going <laughs> to say, just a little side note from what you were saying on that as far as like focusing on the journey. It's like to both me and you and everybody else, you know, um, it's like I actually heard it. My, me, myself, I, I'm definitely, I feel like I'm more spiritual than religious. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely feel like I need to go back to church more often personally, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, but I'm still always in touch, always mm -hmm. talking, you feel me? Always praying morning and night. So it's like, and just always asking for guidance to a certain degree, you feel mm. me? Because it's like, yeah, we always, we doubt certain things. We doubt our abilities, you feel me? So it's like, and if we don't get that positive reinforcement, that's why it's good if your circle, if you do have a circle that's that's strong and with you, you feel me, for them to give you that positive reinforcement. But it's like, I actually heard it from a pastor and it's like, I was probably scrolling on Instagram, but it was this guy um, speaking about the journey. It's like, there's, it's like a twofold because it's like, we're like, you have to appreciate your journey and not give too much pressure on yourself if it's a little bit harder or longer than somebody else's. At the same time, thinking about, say, specifically for like job applications or something like that, you feel me? When you're submitting your resume, a lot of people think that like, oh, they're not going to apply to a certain job because what their resume have, it doesn't necessarily suit it or fit it, you feel me? But like a lot of times, and to just keep it for yourself, a lot of times when somebody sees your resume, they just see your journey to a certain extent. So where your journey is good and it's for you, it's like some people can only see what you can put on per like paper, but they don't know how you performed in those situations. So it's like a lot of people, you know, a lot of people are have, have a silver spoon more than others. So it's mm -hmm. like, you feel me? Somebody can just put a word in and they get a certain opportunity, you feel me, where another person has done the work, but they don't get the opportunity. So how you perform in that situation isn't really shown on your on your resume. You feel me? So it's like, although they, although they can see the journey, they don't see how you performed in it and how you actually did. You feel me? So it's like, yeah, that's another thing. It's like you can't beat yourself up too much if somebody else doesn't see it. You kind of 
gotta keep going for it. You feel me? That's man. See yeah, y'all. Man. I try to tell y'all. <laughs> try to tell y'all. I got guests coming, y'all. Like <laughs> some beautiful people hey, out man. here in this world with some beautiful energy, bro. That's fire yeah, because man. it's hunt. It's hilarious that you said that because uh, going back to the God aspect, and you talk about the process and the journey, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the biggest things that I came to recognize was that. <laughs> One of the biggest things that I came to recognize was that uh, when I reached the end of myself, I started to see how unlimited power God had. Mm-hmm. I had to get to the end of myself and understand my limits to understand God's limitless abilities for my life. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I'm so happy that you said that you tapped into that and, and you still have that understanding to go to the source in prayer. Mm-hmm. Because when you talk about the journey, I would not be on this journey. I would not be recording this podcast <laughs> with you mm-hmm. if it wasn't for that. Yeah, like, man. that's why I said the biggest thing when we were talking off mic that has happened in the last few months was my walk with Christ. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Christian. I, I believe in it uh, through and through. And for me, um, seeing that evolved my my understanding of oh no you have a bigger plan for me mm-hmm. like what i've been going through day to day like oh no this is big and it's not for me it's for you you're going to use me as a vessel to to bring more glory to you yeah man how do you feel for you that when you hear that and knowing that you have a greater purpose and that this is just one milestone how did you get into that place and if you're not there of getting there just yet to understand it, how do you get yourself to that place to start to walk on that that path of understanding that your purpose and and soul searching for purpose? Um, I'm glad you added that twist on the end, just because it's like I actually feel like I'm not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and yeah, like, and that's why I'm like, while we're having this conversation, I'm kind of like taking notes in. It's I feel like you reaching out to, you know, have certain conversation and have this, you know, interaction to a certain degree, you feel me, is actually a sign for me. Because hearing certain things that you've been through, uh, you know, not necessarily diving into it too deeply, but just hearing it, it's like reassurance because it's like, all right, you know, we always hear like, oh, yeah, once you people sit down, you know, and start talking, you're not the only one going through something or like dealing with something. So it's like to hear like, you having certain ideas and thoughts in your head or in my head necessarily. And I feel like the positive reinforcement or that reinforcement for me is to hear that like somebody like yourself, who's already started that journey and the certain positive, like things that you've gained from that. You feel me? So it's like, for me specifically, um, it's really just, really just kind of like stop avoiding certain, certain things. You know, you're avoiding certain signs necessarily you feel me and it's like it we always think we know what we want to a certain degree you Mm. feel me and it's like we're getting older man we we almost hitting 30 in a few years you feel me and it's like maybe it everything does come with growth and it goes back to just the journey aspect so it's like yeah like now i feel like i at least know what things i have been avoiding Mm. and what things I need to address so that I can get to those, like, specific points. It's, and, and as far as being, like, more productive, you know, as far as putting down, uh, for those who don't smoke, you feel me? It's like, I know I smoke, and it's like we kind of dived into that. It's like, yeah, yeah man, it's like we'll certain things it. like that. It's <laughs> Let's like, talk about it. Yeah, it's like we, certain things that used to be aren't anymore, you feel mm-hmm. me? So it's like at a point in time where it's, and as we get older, we have more responsibilities and things that take up more time and require more discipline and uh, focus. So it's like, although weed isn't necessarily bad or smoking isn't necessarily bad or even drinking, whatever your, you know, your uh, vices to a certain degree, it's like, you have to know when it is and when it isn't. Like your parents always like, when you were younger, like this isn't like the time to play, you have to do your homework. You feel me? It's like, you gotta know when you got it, what comes first, you feel me? And when, you are done and you are you've achieved what you needed to achieve and what the main goal is then you could you can pick up certain things and kind of like have that um relaxation time or that like you know benefit from 
or reap the benefits from the 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 things that you put in. You yeah. feel me? Exactly. The, so the it's seeds like that you're sowing. Yeah, yeah. So it's like for me necessarily to get to that point, I feel like it's really just attacking certain signs that I feel like I was avoiding at a point in time, and it's like that you know is at the front of your head. You feel me? And it's like, yeah, it's like till you, they're always gonna be there. You feel me? So it's like until you deal with them and check it off the list, it's like it's always going to be an issue or a problem, even if you feel like you dealt with it to a certain degree. Like, a certain situation going to pop up, you're going to be out in public, man, and or something else. Yeah, you're yeah. just triggered. Yeah. Exactly. They become triggers. So it's like, yeah, I feel like for me to get either closer to God and everything else like that, kind of, kind of, you know, re, uh, un, not undownload, but like kind of, you know, delete certain things that I thought that I needed, you feel me? And re- program myself to know exactly what is good for me what were bad habits so you feel me what were the standards you feel me so address certain things like that and kind of reprogram myself to know like all right this is who i was this is who i need to be i feel like i'm maybe 25 percent in that journey you feel me it's like at a point in time i knew it and now i'm finally getting to the point where i'm addressing certain things mm. you feel me so it's like now it's where where the real challenge begins and like everything else like that you feel me but it's fun you feel me? If you know going back isn't the option. You feel me? So it's like if you know you got to get to this point, you can see who you need to become, then it's like it, the journey becomes fun. Once you address and you you know like, all right, this this was an insecurity. You feel me? And you're addressing that insecurity. Now you're, you're fighting yourself. So it's like once you know that you can fight yourself, Everything else, even people, things that you deal with with other people just become easier. Yeah. You feel me? So it's like, yeah, once That's you kind of just get those, you feel me? Yeah. Everything else just becomes easier and it becomes just a game, bro. Like, we played sports growing up in the center thirds, you feel me? Everything becomes a, a mind game or anything else. Uh, that's a whole nother story as far as <laughs> mental. You feel Man. me? Everything is mental. So it's like, yeah, you fighting yourself makes everything easier because... If you can be honest with yourself and this and the third, you can kind of be honest with everybody else and know when you can't fault them because you've done certain something certain like similar to a certain degree. You feel me? So it's like, yeah, you learn when to not judge other people and then you know when you can and cannot judge yourself. So you're a little bit lighter on yourself as well. So it's yeah, like you give yourself grace. Exactly, man. Yeah. That's the word. So, that's my word for the year. It's funny that you said that because that is the that's the word that I feel like God put on my heart is grace this year, like giving mm. myself grace, giving others grace. And um, you tapped into, man, I, I, that's why I love this podcast, because it's you talked about unlearning things. Like mm. you said reprogramming, but kind of unlearning certain habits. And mm. um, I think as men, it's like there's a, a culture of you have to know everything. And I think yes. that's when I said when I reached the end of myself, that's when I started to understand the unlimited power of God. Because mm -hmm. I finally was able to say, yo, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, like, yo, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I, I don't know. Like, God, like, I need you. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I need you because I don't know. If I do this on my own, like, I'm going to mess this up every yeah, time. Yeah. Um, so hearing that, and you're about to make a point, so I'm going to let you make it. So hold I, on to I, it. Gotcha, but, like, gotcha, hearing that just really inspires me to know that we are growing as men, as a society, to understand that there is a reprogramming. There is things that were passed down from mm -hmm. generation to generation that mm -hmm. doesn't, that wasn't necessarily right. You know, it yeah. was tradition, but now we're unlearning. Yeah. These cultures not just right, yeah, man. Man, but you're about to make a point. I'm gonna let you make that point. <laughs> nah, I was gonna say I didn't want to cut you off either because you was just you you were having so much good uh, like your aspect that you were going to. I didn't want anything to to kind of like detract away from that. But it's like it's really the um yeah. As far as ah, go back, go back. What was that last point that you made? As far as um. Unlearning uh, or uh no no not the unlearning and not the unlearning dang man um it's okay it's gonna come back it's, it's, it's gonna come back it's gonna come back it's gonna come back Damn, that's why it, I see it's that's the part that will happen right after I was trying to hold on to it for I was trying to hold on to it it's all good it's all good yeah don't want to take away yeah but um getting into that space where uh I had to 
yes, unlearn everything, it, it made me realize that I, I needed God. I think mm-hmm. that's, that's the part that we were talking about where when I came to realize, like, I don't know everything. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there, it is, the there it is. That's, that's the point. That's the point. It's okay to not know everything. It is okay not to know. Like, legit, like, I feel like, and, and that's the one thing for me is, like, like I said, I, I'm somebody, and, like, as far as you, you said that, um, your word uh, of the year was faith. Great. Grace. 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 Yeah. I apologize. Grace. My word of the year, and it's funny that you have one, my word of the year is accountability. Mm. You feel me? It's like, for me, myself, and it's like, I'm always focusing on self and within. And that's why, to a certain degree, um, kind of going into religion, you know, and as far as my, my family, I, I, I'm raised in a Christian household, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, I've seen certain things that kind of like taking me away from church to a certain degree but at the same time your your own journey is your own journey you can't let other people's distractions and focus take it take you away from where you need to get to Uh so it's like i've always remained spiritual but i still know that to a certain degree i need to make my way back fully you feel me so it's like while i've been away i've always also known that your temple and what you're doing within yourself is kind of what you need to focus on as well. It's a two-part process. You need to go, but you need to focus on yourself mm. while you're away. You feel me? So, yeah. As far as going back to that, because I, I feel like I'm jumping around now, going back to that, it's like, you don't need to know everything. And I feel like in a lot of situations where I get frustrated with people personally, it's like, when you realize, like, you're speaking on the topic and people are, like, shaking their head and just kind of, like, acting like they know what you're talking about. It's like, <laughs> it's okay to say you don't know because if you don't know, I can tell you now. And now you do know. You right. feel me? So it's like you acting like you do know kind of distracts you from gaining knowledge in itself. You feel me? So it's like it's okay to not know. And once you don't know and you're honest with yourself, you ask, all right, I don't really know that. What is that? So people can not go to service level and go a little bit deeper. You feel me? So it's like people kind of distract themselves and blow up certain conversations because they're a little insecure of like somebody having more knowledge than them it's like that person has more knowledge than them ask them now you gain some of their knowledge you feel me so it's like if you know it's like reading a book if you know certain people like sometimes we don't have certain elders that might have passed away and this that, and the third to gain certain knowledge from if you know that person has it why not ask it and that's where it comes as far as me accountability if if that was an insecurity that I might have, it's like you gotta address it. You feel me? Like, yeah. Man, I'm blessed by this conversation because we came here on the aspect of your art, but I know Man. that this conversation is going to go so much deeper because we're talking about things that like are really important to me. And where you are is where I was a few months ago with God mm-hmm. and feeling far away. And then, you know, grew up in a traditionally Christian household um, and understanding that religion. But that's why I said like the church that I go to now, shout out to my pastor, Rodney Caldwell, because man, he's been teaching the good gospel, bro. Mm-hmm. He's a good man. It's not, I had to come to understand, and I'm going to say this to you, to your face, mm-hmm. that God never let go of you. Like mm-hmm. you may have felt like you were away, but you're not away. And I had mm-hmm. to read, that's why I said unlearn and reprogram and unlearn certain things because we feel like certain things based off of what we believe as Christians, right? And I had to kind of realize this. What did I do to earn salvation? Mm. Nothing. And I had to learn that Mm. if I feel like it was my work that gave me salvation, then of course I'll feel like what I'm doing in that present moment is making me lose it. But when I came to learn that it was nothing that I did, Mm -hmm. that's why I said when I came to the end of myself, I started to understand who God was because mm-hmm. when I came to the end of myself to realize you didn't do this. Mm-hmm. It was God's love for you mm-hmm. that gave me the ability to have grace and mercy that fall upon my life to understand that, yo, I love you so much that I did this mm-hmm. for you. And I abandoned the religion mm-hmm. and I picked up a genuine relationship with God and I just wanted to say that to you. I appreciate that. that nah. No, God loves you. God still loves you. God always loves you. You're not far. He's always there. He's always accessible. He's always mm-hmm. able to have a conversation with you. And through you, through your art, through everything that you're doing, you're going to be able to impact a multitude of people. And again, I'm not just saying this because you're standing right in front of me, bro. This is nah, genuinely I how I feel. <laughs> like, no, nah, I, I appreciate that. And I feel that wholeheartedly. 
and going back to what you just said, as far as like, it, it's not necessarily up to us. And once you realize that, it kind of makes it easier. You mm-hmm. feel me? It's like, it takes some of the stress away. It's like, no matter what you do, like, especially, you know, don't want to speak on any other like religions or anything like that. It's like, if you are a Christian, you have to realize if, if you read Jesus, like the main thing that we, we each know, Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Amen. You feel me? If you know that, then you know nothing that you necessarily can do can prevent you from getting to where you need to go. That's weird. And once you know that, personally, I'm like, anything that you do here that goes against that is kind of just to the detriment of you. Because it's not going to be against you getting there. It's literally just a part of your journey, and you're going to regret it going forth. It's like, what's the conversation you're going to have with him when you get there? Because he's going to let you in. He's going to let you in, but he's like, how much how much disappointment are you going to have for yourself when you're having that conversation? You, you feel me? It's yeah. like, you're going to have to have that conversation. And then he's going to pass. But it's like, when you're walking past him, like, when the <laughs> gate's open, it's like, how much, how much, you know, regret do you have walking through that <laughs> gate? You feel me? It's like, anything that you do is really just at a detriment for yourself and that you have to hold on to going forward. You feel me? So it's like, yeah, it's like, the longer it takes, the longer... You get to where you need to get to. You feel me? So it's like, man, you gotta start the journey at some point, and it takes longer for other people. You feel me? It's like there are certain people. A year ago today, I wasn't. I knew this, but I wasn't speaking with it it's like so much conviction necessarily. You feel me? It's like I was seeing other people, you know, more successful than I was when I was in high school. I thought I was gonna be twenty five. You know, oh, man. oh I was this and the third doing Bro. well, <laughs> everything. You feel me? And it's like life hits you. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, man, and it's not not at your fault, but it's like, what what is up to you is, of course, you know, it sounds cliche, but how you bounce back, you feel me? How you remain, how you re- remain resilient, you feel me? So it's like, yeah, you gotta keep throwing punches, you gotta keep getting up, so it's, you just gotta keep fighting at the end of the day. Bro, this has been the most... This might be one of my favorite. This, this actually is my favorite episode. That, no offense to anybody else that I've had on so far, but no, bro. Like this has blessed me, man. And this has blessed me, and we've been talking for thirty minutes now, and I haven't even really gotten to get to your art. That's hey. the craziest part. We're gonna get to your art, but uh, thank you. I just have to hey. say thank you because your tr- vulnerability and transparency in your process, bro. I don't think we understand how much that can influence whoever might be listening to this podcast. Man. So, thank you for that. Now, I'm going to segue a little bit to your art. I'm going to segue to your art. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, y'all, I have never... You you said there's other people that that create this type of art, but I've never Mm -hmm. seen it until I saw your... Uh, the fluid art. So I haven't, I've never seen it on an acrylic. And it's crazy you say that. I've never seen it before until you created it. So um, let's walk through the creative process a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like what gets you going uh, when you see the colors? Like there's, it's so <laughs> unique. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the colors and everything that, like, how do you get there? Cause I just see it finished and I'm like, yo, this is tough. But like, what, what is the, that inspires you? Is it music that you listen to? What is the creative process for you? Um, honestly, it's it's the mood at time. You feel me? So, and that's why I kind of the name, or as far as going with the brand, as far as Scola, uh, Solar Scott, Solar of Scott. It's yeah, certain. As far as specifically the colors, it's like how I'm feeling at time, like my soul at the time. Like sometimes, if you see darker artwork, or as far as like the darker shades and the colors, I might have been in a darker state of mind. Mm. You feel me? Not of necessarily at peace with myself for this and the third. Um, and if it's lighter tone colors, yeah, I might have been more at peace. Or you feel me? It's really what it draws to it. And it's like I honestly need to, and that's why. Certain things, like, as far as feeling like my art is where it is, and that's why I appreciate you and other people as far as friends and people that have shown shown support, just letting me know that even if they're not buying the artwork, you feel me, it's like, at least, this is tough. Like, you feel me commenting on the post, or this and the third, when I post a, a picture or a video, it's letting me know that it's still, like, great. You feel me? But at the same time, it's like, for me, like, yeah, I don't, I still need to do certain 
studying as far as color combinations, everything else. And it's funny that like the pieces have worked out to what they have. And Ashley's like, yeah, man, you have a touch for it. You feel me? Like, it's I'm genius. like, yeah, like, <laughs> I don't, as far as no, trying to figure out which color combinations go together and this and the third, it's like, sometimes like I'll mess up and I'll scrap a whole piece and I'll come back a day because I get frustrated. But at the same time, it's like when I pull certain things, it's really just off a of vibe. Like I'm just looking at things and I'm like, this looks like it would be like nice. And then I come out, I'm like, yo, this is better than I thought. You feel me? And it's like, as far as kind of segueing off of the colors, going into like what, what state of mind I'm in when I'm creating a piece. I do have certain different techniques that I have as far as like one joint is called uh, fluid Dutch um, painting, where it's I'll layer the uh, layer the paint, I'll blow it out with a blow dryer in the certain like style that I want. So like I'll sit there and like figure out the color combination, and then I'll put the background that I want um, as far as the base coat and what will be the negative space, and then I'll figure out what type of pattern I want on the design, and I'll blow it out with a blow dryer. And then I have to torch it after the pop, like the bubbles and everything. You feel me? Because certain times, like if you mix the paint too hard or anything else, it'll have bubbles underneath that'll pop and then it'll mess up the composition of the painting at times. So, yeah. So it's like even as far as that, when I'm more in control of myself and I'm more at, I say at peace and more of a peaceful mind state, I'll go with the Dutch, uh, as far as the Dutch uh uh, style of painting necessary when I'm using the blow dryer because I have more control mm -hmm. and like because I have more control I'm able to focus more I have more patience with it so I'm able to figure it out if like a small piece messes up I'm able to kind of just fix it a little bit and then uh, keep going with the piece but if I'm more frustrated and like I'm not necessarily in the greatest state of mind there's another form of uh, or another technique that's called uh, galaxy pouring or um, it's more of a cup layer uh, layer paint. So I would just, in a in a cup, I would layer the paint. And like, say if I have like five different colors, I'll uh, layer them in the order that I want. And like, whatever I want the middle piece to be at the end, I'll put it first, because you kind of have to work backwards. Because mm. whatever comes out first will be on the outside of the canvas. Mm -hmm. So I have to sit there and figure out what style I want, what layers or what colors don't necessarily mix with each other, and then kind of layer it that way. And then I'll either flip it where it's just kind of more messy or I'll pour it out specifically on a specific like um, having like certain rings. It'll create rings and stuff, but like the, the colors will pop ben like beneath it. So it'll kind of create like a galaxy effect. And wow, yeah, man. But it's like I have less control when I'm doing that compared to the Dutch uh, style. So it's like it's really dependent on what mood I'm in at the time or like how I'm really feeling and where my soul is at that time. And then yeah, I'll go with a specific technique or a color combination. But, yeah, some of it's just by feel, if I'm being honest. No, but that's amazing. Like, that, like when you look at the pieces, and we're going to drop this information in the bio <laughs> where you can tap in and buy and support this black-owned business, so I'm going to let y'all know. But, uh, bro, when you look at the pictures, to hear that process, I would have never mm -hmm. imagined that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, to know that it's just, like, how I'm feeling at that time, it just speaks towards the genius, honestly. Yeah. Um, do you feel like there's any any artists in, like, that have inspired you? Like, have you seen anybody? Because I know there's nobody that has done this specific type of art. But when you talk about art overall and studying the game and you talk about it, who inspires you to continue it? Or if you don't have any inspiration, I mean, it's cool. But, um, but. I mean, there's certain people, you know, like as far as when you listen, like listen to certain people. I mean, look at certain art as far as like Basquiat or certain things like that. Yeah, you feel me? That's like, a legend in the game. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and of course, you know, not to be like against any other type of art. I appreciate all art, but as a black man, I would go to somebody that is more, uh, more of black art. You feel me? Just mm -hmm. to kind of get more reference of maybe if it's experiences or moves that even if it's not the same like type of art, like Basquiat more so uses brush strokes and everything else like that. You feel me? But the one similarity that we could have is color combination based off of a mood that we were in. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So it's certain things like that where I'm like, even though I'm not having the same type of style, certain things I can take off of it. Or like if I'm looking at a specific painting, it's like that specific color combination. I'm like, maybe he was in a darker state of mind at that point in time, but mm -hmm. I can relate because I can look at a painting of mine and like, it might be certain similar in the color combinations. You feel me? Yeah. So it's like certain things like that. It's like, 
I, yeah, I like Basquiat and certain other people, but it's um, as far as the fluid art, um, I can shout out like Olga Salbi. I think I, I think she's either in Canada or she's somewhere else. I do apologize if she ends up here. <laughs> no, you feel right. me? It's like Olga Salbi, and there's this uh, other lady, Sarah. Sarah something, I forgot. But if you type it in, if you just type in either Sarah or Gasalbi and then like Fluid Acrylic Arcs on YouTube, they're great also. That's kind of where I found uh, like a lot of the people where I've liked their composition and like their color combinations or certain like designs or just getting like creative ideas to a certain extent. It's like, mm, I might not necessarily like exactly what they did, but I can see where I can create my own necessarily. You feel me? So it's like, yeah, like, just getting kind of like a base idea because it's like I'm not necessarily contacting them, having discussion to gain this knowledge. So it's like, yeah, as far as just looking up certain videos, I can shout those, uh, them, those two out. But um, yeah, outside of that, honestly, bro, if I'm being honest, it really just was a hobby of sketching at times when I was growing up and everything else. And now it's it, it was really just a I, I, I'm not going to lie if I'm being honest. Because of OCD at times, mm -hmm. I think I'll start to migrate away from exactly what I'm doing right now. And what I really want to get into is like like I was speaking to more black owned is so or just promoting more as far as black beauty. So I do want to get into more portraits and things of that sort, but I haven't been the best at that. Or felt more comfortable because it's like I can create like certain techniques and certain things like that, but it's like where I see or why I haven't seen myself as an artist is because like I felt like I haven't been able to, like, say if you wanted a portrait of yourself and like your family in the center third and be able to bring that type of like joy to somebody. It's like somebody can look at my piece and like it because of the color combination and everything else, but at the same time, I want to bring more emotion out of it to a certain extent. So that's the where I kind of want to. Transition. Change, yeah, transition to, you know, and pivot to, but that, that's going to take time. And that's where I guess another, if you go back to like, what's my focus as far as in my process this year, kind of diving into that too, as far as learning how to properly proportionately like draw people and be able to bring that to life as well. I uh, picked up my phone. I don't want you to think I was rude and like looking away. Nah, but, nah, you good. Uh, when you said that, my heart just like jumped for joy because my cousin mm -hmm. is an artist. Hey. And he literally did what you're talking about. And I remember, this is in 2017, he was working a state job, making some decent money. Mm -hmm. And every day I would come over my cousin, my cousin Peter's house, or where he stayed, and he would be in his room for hours. Mm -hmm. And one day he came out and he just showed like us a painting. And we were like, yo, this is dope. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is dope. Um... And uh, randomly one day, he came in. He was like, I'm quitting my job. Mm. And his mom was like, he had a state job with benefits, yeah. with all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, And they were like, yo, what are you talking about? Like, you just, you want you the same job? Like, you know what I'm Yeah. Bro, he quit his job. And I'm telling you this because I, I see this for you. And my, like I feel it in my spirit when you just said, it, I was like, "Yo, this is I've heard this story before. I've seen mm. this before, so I know it can happen." Yeah. Bro, he left his job in his first two months, and I'm not saying it's gonna happen just like this, but <laughs> in his first two months, he moved up to New York. He made his salary by just taking that leap of faith. Mm. And when you talked about composition, he was talking about with art. It's like, yo, and that was one of his earlier pieces. And with art, I really believe, and I'm not an artist, but like the beauty is in whatever you seek and what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. So with your portraits, I would just encourage you, just have fun. Because you never know. Like I'm telling you. Your cousin named Marcus? Marcus, bro. Marcus. Hey, Marcus. <laughs> Yeah, your, your art is like that, man. Like, and he, but I remember this. is fire. This. Thank you, bro. I, I remember, and it's taken him to, he has a, a deal with uh, Harper Books in New York. He's mm -hmm. been, a, a, had a collaboration with Kith. Hmm. Off of that, 
That's why, and it was hell, like off of that leap that's of the, faith. That's the hardest thing to do is to take that first step off, especially we're in a position like that because coming from us, we're, we're all we call we have uh, foreign back uh, backgrounds as far as our parents, you know. Yeah. Um, me specifically, you know, I, I'm first generation as far as being born in the United States. My Same. parents from Jamaica. Facts. You know what I <laughs> mean? So it's like. And being on top of that, both of my parents were were teachers in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. So it's like coming here, they preach education, going to school, getting a job, getting stability. You feel me? All all the things. So to know that they came here to give us better opportunities and to know like when we, and as far as going into our friends seeing things before we see it, sometimes we see things before our parents see it because of that. You feel me? Oh, yeah. And it's like that challenge in itself. For him to be like, yeah, I need to take this leap. And everybody else around him, or as far as like his mother, is like, they don't see that. And they're just like, mm-mm. Now, nah, you need to stay exactly where you're at. Even yeah. though that that could be so much better. You say he made his salary within that first two two to three two months? Two months, bro. Yeah, man. So that's why when you said transition, and uh, you actually kind of got into my next question, but yeah, bro, do it. Mm. Like, if this is what you want to do, just... Do it all, bro. Like yeah. I, I, I encourage you to just let your don't put a gap on your creativity, uh, a gap on your creativity. Yeah, I mean, I mean a, a cap. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> but, both fit, both fit. Like yeah, yeah. you know, I, I just feel like when we talk about it, I never, I always saw myself as a producer. I never thought I would be doing this, and it's raw. Like I mess up. It's like sometimes I don't know everything, like you mm -hmm. just said, and it's okay. Bro, <laughs> I was about to say not not to cut you off, not to cut you off. Not I do apologize, but it's like yeah, to go what you're saying. It's like going back for those who don't know, Alex is an amazing individual. <laughs> A couple of years ago, um, I say what like honestly, time flies. So it might have been like at least two years ago. I hit this man up to let him know that I was trying to start a podcast myself. You know, honestly, just to talk. At at the time, it was more so I was. Trying to get into reading myself, so I was like, you know, for the brothers or anybody that wanted to join, he's like, I felt like it would have been nice. It's not the first time anybody's done it, but it's like just spreading the the knowledge as far as just reading, you feel me, and just talking. That's another thing. It's like I feel like as black men, we don't talk enough, you feel me, or express certain things. So it's like as far as reading, sitting down, and just talking about the book, or I felt like it would have provided a great opportunity to dive into things deeper, you feel me? And although because of the artwork and everything else that I'm trying to pursue, it hasn't necessarily come to fruition. It's like, although I'm not saying that that's not something that I do not want to do. It's something that I still want to pursue. It's like how you're complimenting me and giving me my roses on the artwork. Bro, for yourself, <laughs> this is natural for you, man. I can see it. It's like, I haven't seen you in years, anything else, bro. It's like, you are taking, and as far as the leap also, I feel like it just dives into everything else. You are taking this leap for yourself as well. You feel me? So it's like, you're already doing what you need to do and taking that first step, which I just said was the hardest. You feel me? But it's like, certain things are our calling and it's up to us to necessarily to go down and to see what we can actually do with that. And yeah, bro, for you, for yourself, for, with this, yeah, man, it's, it, it honestly just seems natural for you, and it seems like you're calling, like you said. I appreciate and the, that. there's no cap on what you can do with this as well. I appreciate that, bro. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. Give God all the glory to that, bro. But, man, uh, believe it or not, we are coming up on an hour. Goddamn. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, can I, can I, I was about to say, ooh, nice. my, my, my bad. <laughs> okay. Look, if there's anything that we learn from this podcast is Jesus loves us. Right. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. For sure. But always, always. always it never bro. changes, man. Always. It never bro. changes. And, uh, man, that just really touched my heart. I'm sorry. I got that. Hey. I appreciate those flowers. But um, I just had one question, and I'm going to let you go because I could talk forever. <laughs> Likewise. What is your legacy? What legacy do you want to leave behind when it comes to your art? When it comes to my art? Or just in general. But what legacy do you want to leave behind? Great question. Um, hmm. So I, I feel like although I'm still trying to master and learn certain, certain things, it's like the art that I'm doing now isn't the art that I feel like I'm realizing that I was called for to mm. a certain degree. So it's like, I feel like this let me know that I had a passion for art 
And like I said, kind of like your cousin Marcus, I kind of want to start just how Ryan Coogler is able to display black art on on film. It's like as far as paintings going forward, I want to start to be able to express that emotion to be able to like as far as us growing up, we weren't us as kids is like, don't get me wrong. I feel like we were born in a very blessed time to a certain degree where we're able to see the change and where we're able to have certain access. So it's like we were, although we it wasn't a lot, we were able to see certain aspects of like people that we can aspire to be. You feel me? But it's like that doesn't just have to be in in films necessarily. It's like me specifically, if, if I'm being honest, one of the things that drew me away from church is like just certain knowing certain things. And I'm not trying to, you know, upset anybody or anything else. It's like nah, it's going into certain churches and just seeing like a white painting of God. You feel mm-hmm. me? Although, you know, everybody is able to have their own opinion to a certain degree. It's like it's the representation necessarily. You feel me? It's like or the level of power to a certain degree although you got to control it you feel me everything's balanced but it's like specifically thinking about the representation it's like those are paintings maybe i can depict something else to a certain degree if i'm able to study and master a specific skill you feel me and it's like next time i'm going into a church maybe the church that i'm entering in maybe has an artwork of mine that depicts a black God or Jesus or, you know, anything else like that. So it's like when I think about representation or a legacy that I want to leave behind, it's more so leaving an image of success for black people going forward. Man. You feel me? And for our kids growing up, because it's like, although we're still young, we're getting to a point where we have to start thinking about, you know, in a few years, the family that we want to leave behind. So it's like, yeah, we're still young, but our mindset kind of has to be in the what are we going to leave behind as far as our legacy. So it's like we have to start thinking about, all right, we were to have a kid today. What are they going to see? You feel me? So it's like, yeah, like thinking for my son to be or child to be like daughter to be. It's like, what would I want them to see as an artist necessarily? So it's like, yeah, as far as black strength, black power, black educated like young people, old people, everything, you feel me? It's like anything to that degree. But it's like I don't want to just limit it to just black. You feel me? Of course I would I don't uh discredit like I don't necessarily, you know, want to depict just one thing. For me specifically, it is important to have that because there's not a lot of that. For sure. But at the same time it's like when we think about maybe we could save this for another day or anything else, but as far as mental health and everything else, I know, that is not it. necessarily depicted to just black people so it's like when we we have a battle to fight necessarily but once that battle is won for people we have another battle to fight you feel me so it's like me specifically i can already let you know like i haven't necessarily been in the best mental space over the last year or this and the third it's like i've noticed it so i can say today i'm better than where i was you feel me although that's not necessarily where i need to be so with that it's like having that image of just like or bringing out that emotion that applies to every family to a certain degree so it's like i want to be able to study and learn and although i need to learn more about myself i want to learn about everybody to a certain degree so it's like if it's the spanish culture you know um asian culture or anything else you feel me it's like yeah like all of those emotions and stuff can be brought out and everybody can appreciate that in a painting for something that can last a lifetime that they can put up in their house necessarily you feel me so yeah, that's the kind of legacy I want to I wanna leave. Okay, I said that was the last question, but I lied because you brought up <laughs> mental health. And I can't let you leave this podcast without talking about mental health because oh God, if anybody go. heard this first two episodes, y'all know how I feel about mental health. So yeah, I, can't, I, can't, I would be remiss if I didn't bring this up and have this conversation. And for those, <laughs> and for those who, who aren't ready to go to a therapist, journal. Bro. Journal. Bro. It is only because I, full transparency, mm-hmm. only because I had a therapist that I felt got to a place where I could start this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, this time last year, I was in such a 
hurt, and I didn't even know why. I was just mm-hmm. angry. It just literally, we just celebrated That's the part the year. that gets you. You don't even know why. It's mm-hmm. just like, why am I waking up and I'm depressed? Why am I waking up and and just looking at the world in the most? And I had to do a lot of soul searching. Yeah, man. And it started with going to therapy. And ironically, I had to take that step. And again, I journaled. Journaling mm-hmm. was great. That got me into a place to understand. And I remember... Uh, my ex now, but girl at the time, mm-hmm. like I remember just talking to her and I was like, yo, something's not right. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what, what, what are you talking about? I said, bro, I have everything that I wanted, but now I'm bitter. Like everything that I had worked so hard for, I had gotten bitter towards it because of the process. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't want to be one of those people that worked hard for their success. And then you get it and you can't appreciate it because yeah. you still got wounds that are opened up that are you're still bleeding out from. Yeah. And... um I know you're still on your journey, but I just want to encourage you as you go through this journey to know that there is light on the other side of the mm-hmm. tunnel. There is resources. There are, and it's okay. And my therapist says it all the time. It's okay to have your feelings. Mm-hmm. I used to feel so down on myself for feeling the way that I did. Mm-hmm. I used to think it always had to be peaches and rainbow and no, it's okay. Like you're going to have, mm-hmm. it's a roller coaster ride and, that's the beauty of it. And I and I know that as men, we're not taught to mm-hmm. deal with our emotions in a way that is common to other communities, mm-hmm. especially in our community, as black men. Yeah. Let me just specify that. And that's why when you hear about the black male therapy initiatives and other cultures and things of that nature that are pushing forth the stigma of mental health and... Shout out to Charlemagne because his book was the first thing that kind of introduced it to me was Shook Ones when he talked about he was dealing with depression and anxiety. Mm. That was the first time that I saw a black man talk about it publicly. Mm. And it really changed my life. So I just am so glad that you brought it up. I know I said that was the last question, but I know you're about to say something. I'm just going to give you the floor (laughs) to say whatever you want to say about mental health because I feel like it is so important for our community to continue to have these conversations because you just never know. By somebody hearing your story, Mm -hmm. hearing my story, man, somebody could be on the edge and we bring them back just by being transparent Mm -hmm. about the journey. So I give you the floor to say anything about mental health. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And... uh... Nah, big fact. Shout out to Charlemagne. Um, I haven't personally read the book yet, but I do watch the podcast, so I have heard about it. And I do hear him quite frequently talk about as far as his journey. You feel me? As far as how important it is to have a therapist. And I don't have a therapist myself yet. Um, so that is something that I do want to add to it. It's like we will think about we we will plan to have a um um as far as um sitting down for uh a therapist before we get married and everything couples else. Counseling. Exactly, yeah. couples counseling. Just kind of navigate through that. We, uh, thankfully, talk a lot, mm-hmm. you feel me? And which a lot of people don't do either. And it's like, I feel like those are things that we've seen. Don't get me wrong, we're not perfect. There's times when we know that we should talk and we kind of just, you know, get quiet, you know, and everything else. But it's like, eventually when we do, we don't let enough time go past where we don't open up, you feel me? Right. So it's like, yeah, as far as mental health, man, it's one real, even though it sounds cliche. And as far as black men, it's like, thankfully, I, personally, for my mom, she um, has been through a lot. And I feel like because of our relationship and how transparent she's been with me, um, I've been able to see how certain things do affect, you know, as far as, as women and everything else. You feel me? So it's like, but at the same time, because. Although I do know my father, he wasn't always necessarily in the household, necessarily. You feel me? My mom was the main person raising me um, at a, I wouldn't say majority of my life, but a very important part of my life. You feel me? So it's like, she's a very transparent person when it comes to emotion. So I feel like I've been able to have a certain level of emotion where I've been able to like, you know, understand more than others. And it plays a part as far as friends and everything else, knowing when to when somebody's off, knowing when to reach out, everything else, you feel me? Just checking in. You feel me? But at the same time, like, yeah. even to that degree, yeah, but as men, I feel like we have certain, that's where it comes, like, putting, like, putting you in a box to a certain extent. It's like, 
we have certain things that are expected of us. And although we might, we know it might not be right at times, not all the, we're learning now that we're getting older, that our say sometimes is the last say, you feel me? It's like for our lives, you feel me? So it's like, it really is what we care about. And we kind of have to block everything out. But at the same time, you know, we're dealing with people in the regular world and this and the third, you feel me? Whether it's friendships, relationships and everything else. And it's like, those opinions do matter at times. So it's like, even though we might now know it's not right on how a certain, like, as far as a man, because I can only necessarily speak on my perspective fully, it's like, that is heavy and you can weigh on you. You feel me? And it's like, especially if you know you are destined for that opportunity or destined for that space, but you're just not quite there yet, but treat, people are treating you as if you would never get there or this and the thirds, you feel me? It can be detriment to a lot of people, especially if you don't have that resilience that we talked about earlier, you feel me? So it's like, as far as mental health, bro, understand like, again, if you aren't ready to go to a therapist or anything else, journal, and I only say journal because when things are said back to us or said out loud or said from somebody else, it hits a little different. But also, like, if you're able to read something back to yourself, you feel me? Sometimes when we're emotional, we don't quite get all the understanding out. You feel me? But when you write it down, you're able to read it. And you can kind of, like, you can stop writing at a point, like point in time if you get emotional and then come back when you're good. And you can get all your thoughts out and then you can come back and read it. And you can actually have some sense of understanding necessarily. You feel me? And it can give you that guidance and get you to that next step. So, Ashley got me on journaling. She journals herself, you feel me? Everything's a, a step in the journey. The journey never stops, bro, until we finally lay to rest and finally sleep, and you feel me? So, it's, everything's a learning journey. Everything's a learning in, journey, bro. The beauty is in the journey, not the destination, bro. Yeah, man. And, man, one more point. Go ahead. Go and ahead, I'm bro. I'm going to let you go. <laughs> I'm not going to take your whole Sunday. Hey, I appreciate I you recording. You I ain't rushing you either, bro. I'm enjoying this. Bro, with journaling, I've come to learn when you do go back, like, it's hilarious, right? I laugh at, like, the mindset that I had at times when you overcome certain things, right? Mm -hmm. When you go back and I read journals from 2017 when I Man. thought... That was it for me. This uh -huh. is it. Like, this you is it. laugh at it, bro. And you're just like, bro, look at you now. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me that, like, no, you have built a, a foundation of resiliency. Yeah, man. So when you get to a moment where you feel like this moment, I can't bear this. When mm -hmm. you feel like you get to a moment of, a pastor said it, actually, in the sermon. He said, when you reach a crisis moment, think back to the last time you were in crisis mode. <laughs> <laughs> think back yeah. to the last time you were in crisis mode. I never heard that, mode. but yeah. And now, look at where you are now. And it's like, yes, I've been through the storm. Because, bro, it rains. A lot. <laughs> a lot. But the sun don't come out, bro. Mm -hmm. And when the sun comes out, it's going to shine the same way that it shined the day before, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, or when it shined the last time, and I had to come to understand that with journaling, with therapy, with everything, that like, yo, the beauty is in, that's why I keep on saying it, bro, the beauty is in the journey, not the destination, bro, it is in yeah, the journey, man. because, bro, our journeys are so unique, mm -hmm. your journey is so unique, but the beauty is in knowing that you are unique, and you have a specific per and I had to come to recognize that I have a specific purpose and that there will never be another there will never be another Jason Scott. And there will never be somebody that can fill the role of Jason Scott because it wasn't designed for that. Mm -hmm. You were designed to be that and that's where I started to shake out of my imposter syndrome mm -hmm. of trying to fulfill the role of whatever titles that people were giving me yeah. and understanding that it is you that brings purpose to the titles that you step into not the titles that bring purpose to you as an individual exactly and as far as the imposter syndrome like you just touched on it's like yeah man the longer that you take one it's a detriment to your uh detriment to yourself you feel me to wait that long to be honest with yourself you feel me and it's like don't get me wrong it, it's not like 
I'm saying this as somebody that's realized it and as somebody that's trying to work out of it because it's like Facts. you feel Ooh, me it's like everyday process, everyday process, and I'm not there yet. Hopefully, you feel me. It doesn't take too long, but at the same time, like yeah, bro, it is a process, and it's like it weighs heavily on you when it has to do with people in your family, everything else. You feel me? That see you a certain way or need something from you. You feel me? When you're trying to become something new, but at the same time, it's like they aren't. You gotta stay, and that's why my word for the uh, year is accountability. It's like you have to be accountable for yourself and know what you need because until you let other people know, not that they can't mess with you, but not, but just that you are serious about where you're trying to get to, they won't take you serious and they will, not to their fault, need that from you still and still act as if they can get that from you. When it's like, nah, that was the old me and the new person doesn't necessarily can't give that maybe not totally that you can't give that but not as much as you were or this and third you feel me so it's like boundaries now exactly but it's like until you treat yourself with that respect and everything else or you're honest and accountable with yourself they won't be honest and accountable with you either you feel me so it's like it really starts with you and then it goes forth from there you feel me but yeah man y'all i try to tell y'all (laughs) <laughs> we done gone through life We done gone through education We done gone through spiritual And, and our relationships with God Alright mm-hmm. man I done learned so much today I've been blessed today And I truly thank you my brother For taking time to come onto this podcast bro Appreciate is there, you Is there anything else that you want to leave with the people Share your social media handles Where they can support All of that well, right now I only uh, have uh, Instagram. You can follow me at Solar of Scott Art. Um, again, that's Solar of Scott Art. Um, yeah, man. As far as leaving something with the people, man, be true to yourself, but be true to others as well. So be kind, man. You feel me? Like just like you know that you're going through something, somebody else is going through something. It sounds cliche, but usually the cliche things are the things that you need to focus on the most. Mm. When we when we, we focus on the big things and missing the, uh, missing all the big things and leaps and hurdles that we need to stake, and we wonder why we try to aim for the big thing and end up in the same spot the year that, like, a whole year went by and you ain't made no progress. It's like you got to focus on the small steps. The small steps work bigger than, are worth bigger than the big steps in the end, you feel me? Because it gets you there and it makes you more stable on each step that you get there, you feel me? So it's like the drop-off is a lot shorter if you take the stop, like the small steps. And you focus on them, and you'll get to where you need to get to, bro. Everybody drops at a point, certain point in time, but how far you drop matters on the way that you got there in the journey. You feel me? So, yeah, I feel like the topic of the day is the journey, bro. Be true to your journey. I say that. Do that. Don't skip no reps, man. Stay true to that. I, I can't say nothing else. You would. Thank you for joining us. This week. I'm gonna put a pin in it right there because he didn't. He just he just might, he dropped the mic, y'all. It's always a pleasure. Until next time, y'all. Peace.